Hello everyone and thank you so much for joining me today for our conversation. Listen, I want to begin by expressing my gratitude to each one of you who have taken time out to listen to our episodes. We have 2,000 listeners in multiple countries and I want to just say thank you. Wherever you're listening from, thank you. And I pray this is encouraging you. And I ask you to pray for us as we continue to labor to produce encouraging episodes for you, to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, and just in life in general. So on behalf of all of those who are affiliated with ODC Ministries, thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for being a part of our listening audience. And um, we are so encouraged by your consistency and your willingness to pause out of your busy schedule and hear what the Lord has given to us to share with you. So thank you so much. Today I want to look at Romans chapter 15. Romans chapter 15 verse 4. Listen to the words of the Apostle Paul. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. You know, hope is a powerful idea. So powerful that without it, one literally feels powerless. I mean, life is difficult and filled with peaks and valleys. And honestly, sometimes the valleys seem to drag on and on while the peaks are short-lived. Subsequently, we need hope to endure these long, dreary valley experiences. We need that sense within our soul that everything is going to be okay. As the church that I grew up in would say, if I can just hold out until tomorrow, I know everything will be all right. We all need hope to get through the night, the long nights of our lives. Hope is such a powerful idea that Bill Clinton used this as a way of winning the White House in 1992. He spoke of his belief in the power of hope by recalling his hometown, Hope, Arkansas. His last message to the Democratic National Convention in 99 was, I still believe in a place called Hope. Hope. The message resonated so profoundly in 1992 that few pundits thought it was possible for him to come back from behind in the polls. To win the presidency. Hope is powerful. More recently, Barack Obama made history in 2008, becoming the first African American to win the presidency by summoning us from the pits of economic decline and war fatigue to the mountain of hope. He challenged us to see a better tomorrow with more opportunities and more tolerance for all people. He realized that people who do not reach for a better tomorrow did so because they didn't have hope. Where there's no hope, fear and despair takes root and kills any concept of a better reality. Obama said this, quote, Hope is not blind optimism. It is not ignoring the enormity of the task ahead or the roadblocks that stand in our path. It is not sitting on the sideline or shrinking from the fight. Hope is that thing inside of us that insists 
despite all evidence to the contrary, there's something better that awaits us if we have the courage to reach for it, to work for it, to fight for it. Hope is the belief that destiny would not be written for us, but by us, by the men and women who are not content to settle for the world as it is, who have courage to remake the world as it should be, end quote. Hope is a powerful idea. And after eight long, hard months of dealing with COVID-19s and trends showing that the next few months can be more tragic as cases and death tolls rise, we need hope. While many are recovering and regaining strength from their COVID experience, there's little coverage of those narratives. Hope inspires us, but fear sails and increases ratings. People are actively searching for some sense of hope. Some have garnered hope from the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Others have found new hope in the recently announced vaccine and the fact that some Americans are even being vaccinated today. Some have found hope that perhaps another relief package will be passed by Congress soon. All of these truths have provided some good reason for hope in marginalized and minority communities. After all, we need hope. Hope is so powerful that without it, we feel powerless. Yet, these headlines do not provide lasting hope. Here, in this season that we're in, where we celebrate hope, Hope is not filling the air. There are many people struggling to celebrate Christmas because 2020 has unfolded so unpredictably that they don't have hope for next week, let alone next year. The economy is on the brink of another possible shutdown in certain metropolitan areas. Therefore, our hope is dwindling. Our hope is whining because our hope is placed in the wrong objects. Our hope is almost depleted because we trust in the sweetest frame of this world. We have placed our hope in politicians, stock markets, jobs, economic stability, and other forms of sinking sand. But Paul gives the church at Rome, as well as us, a place for our hope to be placed in that has more security. He tells us to put our hope in the word of God. Furthermore, Paul says the word of God generates hope. He says, whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of scriptures, we may have hope. Paul says two simple truths in this text. First, Paul states that hope comes from endurance. As we endure difficult seasons and storms in our lives, our hope is renewed. The fact of the matter is, we look at people who live long lives, and they may have had a hard time climbing up the rough side of the mountain. They had some difficult days and some major setbacks, but when they get to the end of their lives, they are more hopeful. They don't sound like pessimists. They are hopeful because they've come through so much. They've endured so many difficult seasons. They have survived so many storms. 
that as you endure the difficulties that this life offers, it calls you to have hope. You think about even for yourself, as you look back through what you have come through, you find hope for what you are going through. It is knowing that I came through this that caused me to believe that I can get through that. Hope comes through our endurance. Consider a college student begins their college experience as a freshman and freshman experience, taking biology, and then perhaps dealing with calculus and some um, class in literature where they're writing more. And by the end of that first semester, they're like, I don't know if I can do this. I just don't know if I'm college material. I want to pack up and go back home. They're not even thinking about graduation date. They don't even think they can get through the first semester. But as they endure that first semester, then get through that second semester, then they get to the third semester, and they get to their junior year, they begin to see those credits begin to add up, and they look back at all of the difficulties that they have already endured, suddenly that freshman who was there almost intimidated by the idea of college is halfway through and now they're talking about graduation day because they have endured the difficulties of the beginning and it has caused them to have hope for their present and their future. And they even go back to get a master's same person who said, I felt like going home in the first semester. Endurance brings about hope. Now, on this Paul say that we get hope from enduring these difficult seasons like you and I. I mean, Lord's willing, we get on the other side of COVID after we get through this difficult season. We will be more hopeful. We will be more optimist. We, we will believe more in one another as a result of this pandemic because endurance produces hope. But hope does not only come through endurance of difficult seasons. Paul says hope comes through the scripture. The encouragement that comes through the scripture. I don't know about you, but I really thank God for the word. I know that sounds cliche as coming from a preacher, but just as a man, Dion Culver, I thank God for the word of God because every time I get into a difficult place in my life and I go and read God's word, there's something about the word of God that engenders hope and faith within me. When I hear the stories of scripture and what God has done in redemptive history, that he literally steps in when there is no way and creates a way. It causes me to have hope. When I think about uh, Moses at the Red Sea, Pharaoh's army behind him, and the Lord splitting the Red Sea and causing to walk across on dry land, it makes me look at the Red Seas of my life and know that with God, I can get through the difficulty. I can get through that Season, I can get through that trial. I can make it through that tribulation. When I read about Daniel 
and the lion's den. When I get into a situation where I'm surrounded by enemies and I don't think I can make it, I think about how the Lord shut the, the lion's mouth. And then I think about how the scripture says that he will make my enemies my footstool. It gives me hope that that God who shuts the mouths of lions can also handle my enemies as well. It's the hope that comes through the scripture. Even when you read the New Testament, you see the life of Jesus. You think about all the people who he healed. Most of those people came to Jesus with faith, i.e. hope, based on what they had heard that Jesus had done in the lives of someone else. Once they heard about what Jesus had done in other areas for other people, they came to Jesus with hope that he could do something about their situation. In fact, the Bible even says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You can even say hope comes by hearing it and hearing by the word of God because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The word of God causes us to have hope. In this season where it seems as if so much is going wrong and seems like the world is teetering on disaster and everything about our normal has been taken away from us. And here we are in Christmas, the season to celebrate hope and we feel hopeless. I want to remind you today that you and I can have hope not by trusting in politicians, not by trusting in economic stability, not by trusting in our resumes, but we can have hope by trusting in the word of God, putting our hope in God's word, which allows us to have endurance for the difficulties of the moment. I hope that you would do that this season. Put your hope in the word. Put your hope in that baby who was the living word. As the Bible says, the word becomes flesh. Put your hope in the God who does the impossible time and time again. Hope in God's word. And you'll get not only through this season, but through the next season and the season after that. Until we Realize that blessed hope of his glorious appearance when he returns. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.